What's up, you bastards? We're back on It's Tough, the Magnum True Child podcast. Today on It's Tough, we have my protege and a fucking compulsive athlete. This is John and Kendall. Welcome, John and Kendall. Thanks, Magnum. Yeah, thanks for having us on. <laughs> it's great to have you guys here. So you guys can see that we're actually doing a two-person podcast on top of me today, and um, this is going to be a little interesting. If the audio is a little fucked up, well, just deal with it. It's okay. You guys can fucking understand this shit. Uh, it's really not that complicated. So the last video I did with Lloyd, I think it turned out pretty fucking good. Go check it out, all right? I should put a card or something up there. I might not. I'm a fucking retard. Uh, secondly, I want you guys to subscribe. Okay, we're still doing the condom giveaways, all right? So if you're subscribed to me and you follow me on Instagram, you are entitled to a condom. But at my discretion, I may say, you know what? This deal's over. I'm done. All I'm out of condoms. So fucking hurry up, okay? We're at like, what, 64 subs right now? Let's get this bitch to 69, have a good laugh, and then get to a fucking 100, okay? Can we fucking do that, please? Yeah, why stop at 100? Let's keep it going. Let's get to 1,000, but hey, we need goals, okay? Because like when I hit 60, I came a little bit. Like just a little. Because I got kind of excited. I was like, 60 fucking Well, at like, least you were protected. <laughs> John, the fucking jokester. Anyways, so uh, let's just keep pumping these subs. We can keep doing it. We can keep grinding. Also, if you do watch this video, try to like it. Try to do something because the more interaction, the more, even if you comment, even if you don't have anything good to say, tell me I look like a fucking jackass. I want some fucking interaction, okay? And that's really about it. So do you guys want to get into the convo? Yeah, let's send it. Okay, so I figured we could start out uh, talking about how we met. If... Or how we became friends more. I mean, we met at school. Okay, we'll go for it. Well, Mag and I, we've, we've been friends for a hot minute. We had study hall together in 10th grade where our uh, friendship really blossomed. And Yeah, that was what? Over me bullying Josh, right? Yeah. It, it all just stemmed <laughs> from Josh, honestly. And then like f- f- pre-calc. And AA2, two, AA two actually, no, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, AA2. I got raped in AA2, too. Yeah, no, and we all tried to study together because Mama B was like, you got to do this. Yeah, my uh, our advisor was trying to force me to study, but that didn't really work out that well. Yes. Well, she Safe tried. to say math is not our strong suit. Math None of is ours. definitely <laughs> not our strong suit. When you're talking, I think you should talk like towards the like, mic because that's the only thing. Like, so, like that? Yeah, okay. but like John, too, because okay. if you're talking and looking at me, it just might be easier if you're just talking. To, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's how we met. It's been a wild ride. You're now at Richmond. I'm at Richmond, yep, playing, playing a little golf. Yeah, she's there. a D1 golfer. We have a ton of D1 athletes on the It's Tough podcast. Other than a uh, college dropout podcast, we are also an athlete podcast. And, John, do you want to tell the, fa- the viewers how we met or how we became friends? Yeah, well, Magnum and I were... We're kind of opposite personalities, safe to say. Yeah, we're you know? a little different I'm from a little each other. Bit, I'm a little bit more of the goody-good. You're closer to the bad boy. <laughs> 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 safe to say, safe to say. Uh, but yeah, it happened freshman year, as we were talking about. Um, we were talking about guns. Because mm-hmm. like, he kind of mentioned something about guns, and I was, a, you know, my name's Magnum. You don't really get a choice whether you like guns or not when your name's Magnum. It's exactly. Like, motherfucker. 357. You, you just have to be into it, you mm-hmm. know? You're six years old. You got to look up Magnum, and then you look up guns, and you're like, fuck, I like that. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even know where my obsession came in, but, like, that Well, your grandpa had guns and mm-hmm. stuff, and you just were kind of getting into it. And Yeah, it was, like, the first time I had shot one. I had had a great time with it, and... uh I'm into like the gear with all sorts of knives and that sort of thing. And so Magnum and I had this 
odd thing in common. I remember one day after school, he, he was like, I was like, oh, I you watch YouTube? We were talking about like 22LR or something like that. I yeah, swear. Something. You're like, I got my 1022. And I said, like, somebody loves that takedown version. Maybe it was Iraqi War Veteran 88. Yeah. And we were talking about him on YouTube. And then I'm like, so Yankee Marshall? Yankee Marshall. <laughs> and if you check him out on YouTube, it's like this middle-aged guy, and he's just obsessed with these random guns, like the Chiapa Rhino. We the Chiapa Rhino. He loves his Kimber, the mm-hmm. new Kimber that came out. He's all into that shit. And I think like where it, how that made us like, holy shit, like this is crazy, is because you guys probably all know when you're watching YouTube or whatever, there's a big part of the culture and then there's smaller subsets of the culture. And I was telling him before this, I'm like, yeah, if it was demolition ranch or Hickok 45, like you guys have probably seen one of those videos. If you have the most (laughs) minimal interest in fucking guns, but if you've seen a Yankee Marshall video and like know who the fuck Yankee Marshall is, you're obsessed. Yeah. That means like, no, I like guns. I think about guns. I'm interested in gun gossip, you know? Yeah. And not that I'm a violent guy or anything. No, no, no. It's just, (laughs) it it was fun. It was fun to watch him. And it's like, you have a true commonality greater than just the general, oh, I've seen a gun video before, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And from that, uh, you became my protege. Exactly. And then that, that kind of morphed itself over the years as our interests changed. You became a workout fanatic, safe to say. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I was a skinny boy, you know, coming in and I needed needed that little uh, person to guide yeah, me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I think we were, we liked the gun community on YouTube and we're both, I think, kind of addicted to YouTube. And then. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, like uh, all I watch. <laughs> And yeah, so now you're a protege. We work out. And people are curious that that term comes from the YouTube channel Bro Science Life with Dom, Dom. Zetti. Send me some NAR pump, Dom. Okay, I, I need to get a little pumped up. I need to get some that fucking more games. That channel is so funny. And uh, I, like, it, it's a great way to like uh, start out in mm-hmm. working out. And uh, well, because it's entertaining and yeah. interesting, but at the same time, it actually like uh, half his shit is bro science and bullshit. Mm-hmm. But the other half, it's like, I mean, it's all legit. You know, it's still a bench press is a bench press, you know, yeah. and you see someone else working out. You see him talking and having a fucking fun time. Yeah, whatever like, it shit, takes I to get you that. in the gym, like even if you're yeah. laughing all the way there. Exactly. Like, it works, you know, have somebody to kind of look up to or just have, I don't know, pique your yeah. interest. So so anyway, safe to say you've had a profound impact oh. in my life. You're the second person <laughs> to come health. on and say that. Your health. I mean... The gym, like, and Kendall can probably relate to it, the gym and sports and stuff like that, when you don't have it in your life, I think it's so valuable to have it in your life. Yes. Because it gives you so much greater meaning and a better, like, you just can feel confident about yourself because you can do something that not everyone can do. You know, not everyone can work out in the gym. Not everyone knows, at least, that they can do it. They don't know how much they can live. You know. You know, you know how hard you can hit the golf ball, how hard you can throw the look, all that shit. You know that I can do this. doesn't matter. If some fucking yeah. scrub wants to test me in this, guess what? I got It's like chess. You know, you're a good chess player. Sure. It's just that ability that you have. And, yeah. you know, some people don't have it. If anyone would ever try to come at you for it or, you know, if you're ever to compete or whatever, it just gives you mm-hmm. something that makes you different, makes right. you unique, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lloyd was talking about it too. Like it's something tangible 
but you don't have to pay money for it. I know you're very against the yeah. materialism. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out that podcast too. That's yeah. an interesting one. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can see like where uh, you know you measure up. And, but give yourself something of value. Like you, you got to go to school to play a sport. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Even in high school, you were known as the sports girl. Yeah. And it's really weird because, like, golf obviously wasn't my first, like, choice of a sport. But I couldn't be any happier what I'm doing. Exactly. Like, after, like, all the concussions and stuff, I can – because you always think of golfers, like, dude, like – they don't lift. They just like swing a club. The country club kids, like, oh my god, like smoke cigars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like honestly, we're in the gym a lot. Like a couple of my friends and I, like we're always like we have workouts in the morning and then like before our next we have to actually go practice golf. We go back to the gym. You know, like yeah. it's just a thing. Like the bigger, stronger you can get, like the more like you're gonna hit the crap out of the golf ball. It's like that's yeah, good. You know, me and John were talking about it even before the podcast, and I was saying like. There's so much value to me to having a meaning, like being a sports player, yeah. you know, or working out gives you that value. But I was telling him, like, you know, what? if I went to FSU and I played tennis on the team, I pr- probably would have stayed. Yeah, honest, you know? honestly. Because it like, gives you, you're like, you're right. not King Cock. You're, you're someone. Exactly. You have a little right. bit of value in the hierarchy. You don't have to just fucking sacrifice your entire individuality and become part of a frat to be somebody. No. And yeah, you don't have to That's sacrifice me. your body for it. You know, it's like you, don't have to, yeah. like, you don't have to do drugs. You don't have to drink if you don't want to because you already have, like, something yeah. you're a part of. And it's like, and, like, that community and everyone, like, like gives you like support and everything yeah, about well, every it. everyone's your fucking fan you have a meaning right. you have something you have a community yeah you're already it's not you know i hate giving it that's what killed me about fsu and even saint Stephen, all those fucking places i never wore an fsu shirt yeah i couldn't do it i, I had one my mother bought me one it was even gray so, like, she's like, all right, Magnum will wear it because it's gray. It's not fucking red or garnet and gold. None of that bullshit. It's gray. Just a little FSU thing. I looked at it one day. Can't do it. Sorry. Just can't fucking be part of this community and these fucking losers. But when you're a golfer or a tennis player or something, you're like, fuck you, you know? Like, I'm on the fucking team. Like, come yeah. to like, no, I can outdo it. Like, I'm better we, than you. Right. Bitch, I'm better than you. You know? You think like, you can golf? Bitch, I can golf. Right. Like, and when we got all of our stuff, like, our backpacks and stuff, like, we were all walking around like, damn. Yeah, like, like, we like, feel good. We were, like, doing something, you know? Sure. And it's like, we put in so much time and effort, and some people don't recognize that, but it's like, we are grinding. It's not like we just get this for, like, coming up out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. Like, we've been working. I mean, you know, John doesn't play on a team or anything like that. No, I did not play a single sport in high school, actually. <laughs> I, I kind of cheated my way through high school in that way. Do you, do you they had us a about- sports requirement, and I somehow managed to work my way around it. And uh, my dad works in the school. I did, too. And, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, you did, too. Yeah, I played tennis, but guess what? Those community service hours were fake. Oh. <gasps> It's okay. It's fucking it's tough. tough. I mean, <laughs> you want to take my diploma it? away? Go ahead. It's practically useless at this point anyways. I'm not going to college. Yeah. But I, I think uh, college is not for every personality. And there's a lot of personalities where you just need to have like a sport or yeah. something to drive you that's not academics. Yeah, that like locks you into that actual community. Mm-hmm. Like you really like USF though. You've I've noticed that. You're very proud of being a... Uh, a bull. Yeah, exactly. To an extent, I love you know, it like you like it, you're happy about it because this is a place you want to go. 
Yeah. You know, but if you don't or it's you're not hesitant. for everyone. Yeah, but if you don't or you're hesitant, being an athlete is so much better. For even these kids that wanted to go pro their entire life yeah. and then they came up short or whatever. It's not short. It's just, listen, not everyone's going to make it. Not 99% of people aren't going to make it. But it still gives you a good feeling like, you know what? I'm somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just uh some Whatever. people need that confidence. Exactly. Some people want that. But yeah. for you, just going to that school is like, you know, I like it here. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying my time. Yeah. And like you said, it's uh, harder to make friends when you're not in that solid group. Um, but I'm not the type of person that you needs need to have You need a million that. friends. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, who's, re- you know, you don't need all that socialness and all that. You got mm-hmm. your girlfriend and you're just happy guy. No you can make friends because you're a friendly guy too, and it's not like I mean, <laughs> exactly. You're like, not an asshole like me or a fucking athletic machine like Kendall, where you hate everyone, uh-huh. and like the only way that you're gonna make any friends is by being on a team or being a fucking alcoholic who goes to a frat. <laughs> debatable, debatable. <laughs> Kendall may be a little nicer to me, but I made zero fucking friends at FSU. Shout out to anyone in my English class. Yeah, we did not talk. <laughs> no shocker. No, no shocker. I, I can't say you're the most approachable looking person. Yeah, but when, I was cute though at the beginning. I had a little hair and I looked a little nicer. Yeah. Tell us about the hair. I, I was very curious. Senior year, this guy had the full afro. So no, I had with, a mullet. Oh, that's what. Yeah, I had but a full it, it was getting there. It, like it, you got that really curly. It was hair. Uh, if you guys watch East Bound and Down at Jack Jorgensen. This was a uh, or no Jack McBride. Sorry, uh, this was a uh, Kenny Powers look, and I honestly had it. Senior, yeah. No, this is senior, senior year. year this senior year, remember, because it's kind of Afro-y, oh. and then it was Afro-y in the back, but it was a mullet. You were Gerald, correct? Uh well. Go check out that video, too, if you haven't already. <laughs> I, I don't like saying that I was just strictly, like, Gerald. Because you weren't. But I wasn't. But the values, that like, the way I wanted to go, I was, like, I was looking from the Gerald perspective. You know, I had his perspective of what my yeah. future should be. And that's not the future I wanted, you know? That's not the future that Magnums wanted. But, hey, it was still me. And it was fun. Yeah, We it was all had cool. a great time. We had a fun time senior year. I mean, I did. I thought I, it was I, an enjoyable period, like senior year. We just it's a good year. grinded. What know? I remember about senior year is in the mornings we had study hall. And you've already met Sebastian. If you haven't, <laughs> go check out that video. <laughs> we would, yep. So it was Sebastian, Magnum. Um, Nick Klein. Nick Klein, too. Yeah, he was on Nick here. Klein. And then uh, you and... I just remember saying, Magnum, this needs to be a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that he, was my morning podcast. He was, he was the first one to say, John was, like, you need to make this in a podcast. And then mm-hmm. Klein and Seabass were the same shit. Like, bro, and I thought that shit was... We re- just sat in that table. Yeah. No work was done. <laughs> no. We just talked the entire just, time. It was we, great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty good. And I think that's where... That's where, like, Gerald was kind of a bastard because he, like, I didn't have the fucking, just fuck it. Like, why not, you know? I was too, well, I'm not going to do it. That's too much work. I just want to mosey, you know? And then I was like, now I'm like, fuck it. Like, now I'm I'm like, whatever. I'm going to make a fucking podcast. Fuck everybody, you know? And it's fun. I like bullshitting, you know? It's all we did in the morning. It was fun. We'd flirt with Miss Cotton a little bit, and then we'd fucking bullshit a little bit around, or I would. John wouldn't really do that, because he has a girlfriend, you know. Yeah, that's the only reason. (laughs) (laughs) And she was a teacher. (laughs) But, uh, and that's it. We just grinded through, and it it was fun. 
you know? And I kind of, that's the reason I started the podcast. I say about like talking, I want to have these conversations. It's tough to like honestly organize that if you don't have like a place, like a study hall where you got nothing or you got work to do, but you really just don't want to do it. So you just have the most outlandish, crazy conversations you right. ever could think of. Honestly, study hall is the best place to yeah. like get new views. Like our sixth period study hall. Yeah. Like we didn't do homework the whole second half of like senior year. No. And we just talked about like death and like, whatever. I don't know, like whatever. whatever. Like the weirdest combos yet like the most like fulfilling. Like yeah. it was Because it's just interesting and it makes you actually think and like, and everyone wow, is well, ed- like, it seemed like everyone was well educated that I was talking to. It wasn't like I was talking to like some scrub. That you get to know. pick who the fuck you talk to. Exactly. It's, it's not like English class when Dale from Yale would make us have a hardness discussion, include all the fucking retards. You know why the retards don't talk? Because they're fucking retarded. Okay. They don't need to talk. You know what, dumbass? Shut your mouth because your two cents are worth less than my fucking any cent. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Oof, I just said it. You know what? I've been told by one of my teachers I talked to that the teachers think that I'm an arrogant asshole. And you know what? I think you've made it now. You got you got some haters. I, I, think I like the haters. I think, I think you know, haters are your motivators. I mean, you get you know? They don't motivate me. What I don't really do feel that? anything towards the haters. I feel a little bit pity though. Cause you know when they hate on you, it's like, well, we know the cap of your life. <laughs> You know, teacher, you know, we kind of know where you're at. Yeah. At my dad. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> not your dad. Like, your dad's great. I love him. I thought he was a great teacher. But people that want to, if you want to talk shit about an 18-year-old kid, go ahead. You know, yeah. have fun. You can talk all that shit you want. But whatever. I still got my whole life ahead of me. Yep. And all that, like, that study hall talk, that's a roundabout way of, like, saying I really support what you're doing here. You know, I have from day one. Yeah, John's, I mean, John's been a fan, or a fan, I don't even know what the fuck, supporter. Supporter's a good fucking term. I mean, but you're a deplorable. You're an (laughs) (laughs) That's what they're going to call you soon. You're just going to be excommunicated. How can you support him? Yeah. How? It's just totally. No, rational humans can support somewhat irrational people. It's okay. Because... They don't quite understand it, but just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it's a bad thing. You know, just because something is a little different. John would probably not execute the podcast the same way I would, nor would Kendall. But, and I was even telling my father, I'm like, because he's like, bro, it's insane how these kids, like, they just start laughing and watch you just fucking run your mouth and say this crazy shit. And I'm like, you know why? I think it's because... They aren't going to do it. You know, they're just, they kind of, they don't want to. And it's fine. Like, it's totally okay. You do your own thing. But they're like, Magnum is dumb slash crazy enough to get on the podcast and say whatever the fuck. If I don't support it, if I support him and just tell him, go for it, like, fuck it. We might as well see what happens. If the guy ends up dead end, well, we'll know that his process did not work. But how can we say not to do it? You know, we right. got to just fucking aim at him. Just keep going. We love Pretty it. Much. Just keep pumping. Keep pumping. And that's why I love all the comments and all that shit. It's so much fucking fun. It's mm-hmm. so exciting to see, like, these kids that, you know, they wouldn't do the same thing, but they love seeing me do it because right. it's just something different. It's something like, I mean, this is a fuck. lot of work, too. Like, people don't understand that, like, like he has to, like, think of things, but, like, he's, like, he's just talking, you know? Like, but <laughs> it's kind of, it's it's not just easy stuff. Like, that's why we wouldn't do it either because it's, like, you actually have to be, like, educated on these, like, topics, yeah. you know? <laughs> to an extent, anyways. You have to have some fucking opinions about them. Right. You know, you can't just be, like, so what'd you do today? 
oh, that's fine. You know, there's yeah, no, right. it's not small talk. Exactly. It's all big talk, macro talk. You mm-hmm. know, we try to stay away from the micro here. And that's the real reason we stayed friends. Like, besides having the little thing of like, gun <laughs> about talk guns and, and now working you out. You actually got a brain on your head and you're able to think outside the yeah, box. Thanks, like, Sean. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I think different perspectives. That's why I even like this so much. Because you bring people on and you see like, what's this person's perspective on life? Because I don't think a lot of people understand how big fucking America is and how yeah. different perspectives are. That's why these people are so stupid when they think the right and the left. Because they're just like, my side's right. And I have no way of understanding your side. How the fuck is this possible? Right. I can understand how people commit crime. I can understand why people do certain things. Not because I agree with it, not because mm-hmm. I think it's right, but I'm like, well, maybe in that position it makes sense. You know? Yeah. Like, you listen to some of these guys who want to talk about, you know, being criminals or drug dealers or whatever. And I was thinking about it. And um, this one guy was talking at the bar the other day. You know, they talked their shit. And he's talking about it. And I'm like, he's talking about hustling. Whatever. Magnum works at a bar, by the way. Yeah. I, you guys know me. I work at the pool room 41. It's a nice place. Go check it out. Second plug. Um, so many plugs in this video. <laughs> and I'm listening to a guy, and he's like, yeah, I worked here before, and so say he made 30 grand at that place working there. And now I, I haven't worked for two years, and I hustle. And I'm like, well, and he's talking about bad jail is and all that shit. I'm like, well, that makes sense. You know, jail fucking sucks, but why is he hustle? First working, say, say he worked at fucking, I don't know, Applebee's, Okay. Well, probably he does, he's not Kingpin. He's not El Chapo. He's not Tony Montana. He's not making millions. And I don't think he's even really trying to make millions. But to him, it's better just to sell a little bit of fucking dope. And if he can clear fucking 30 grand at the end of a full year of selling drugs, which I don't think is that crazy hard, he's got enough for his rent. He's got enough to where he doesn't have to go work and can go have a beer, you know, at eight o'clock at night. You know, but to me, I understand, like some people would just say, oh, that's stupid. Why do you do that? Well, if you don't really see a huge risk in it, it beats working at fucking Applebee's for some guy that's telling you this and that and having to deal with all this. You work your own hours. You know, I'm not saying it's a smart thing to do. I'm not saying there's going to be a, a big future in it. But for the time being, and these people aren't thinking of the fucking future, kind of makes sense. It's just, I think in the podcast helps understanding these different perspectives. Right. And I get why he does it. You know, mm-hmm. do I agree? No, I think he's fucking retarded. Well, right. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But fuck it, man. You got to live your life and right. try to make yourself happy. I mean, someone's going to be doing it. So it's exactly. like, I mean, you, if you can like acknowledge and learn and like, that's all the whole point of everything is, you know, like yeah. all these conversations is just learning more about like life and how to be like make well-informed decisions rather than like, you know, you're saying, ah, oh, fuck this, fuck that, yeah, you know, like, it's just stupid. I think it's helping you. Look at people in a different way. Well, yeah, because like that's I said, that's what you're saying. You know, you have to think so big all the time. It's like, well, fuck, how, what's this mm-hmm. perspective? How are they? Why the fuck does John think like that? Well, maybe this is no his one right. knows. No his one answer. knows. But we can at least try to think about it. Exactly. We can at least try to <laughs> test ourselves because that's so disgusting when people are just like, you're wrong. Yeah. You're arrogant. No, I heard that you didn't watch all my videos. You want to call me arrogant? Watch. Watch one or two. Or watch the whole video. Yeah, wa- watch it. Like, you know, they're just, watching maybe, like, 30 seconds, and they're, like, watching the intro, and they're like, oh, this is dumb. Like, like he cusses a lot. Well, maybe you should listen. Maybe right. you got to put yourself outside of your comfort zone if you want to learn anything. 
you know, because you aren't going to learn. Whispering puts me out of my comfort zone as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm uh, whispering to the mic for dramatic effect. John. I, I get you. Uh, but maybe you should listen. Maybe you should try to understand, like, why? That's insane. Like, he's not maybe a genius, but he's not a dumb kid. Why the fuck would he drop out of school and do all these things? Maybe you should try to understand, like, what the reason for right. that is. If you really want to know. If you don't want to know, screw off. Like, just, don't just watch. Don't pay any fucking attention. Right, and don't criticize. Like, no, no, no reason. I can just go off on a tangent about that shit all day long. But, um, you guys, we could twist it up a little bit. I mean... I know that we've all been pushed by our parents. I thought that'd be something interesting to kind of talk about because we've all been pushed though in like different directions. Well, I was pushed like athletically, like with you, but still a little bit different. So do you want to give me like your take, both of you on, do you think the benefits of being pushed by, because I think like for my father, I'll I'll use myself as an example to begin with, like pushed hard. Yeah, sure. Was it beneficial? I think for the most part, but actually in being successful in the endeavor, it was the most detrimental thing he could have done. You know, like pushing so hard made me just fucking a, like I'm out of tennis, you know, it causes rebellion. Exactly. It caused me to just fucking pull out. But on the other hand, the individual I am now today that Mm -hmm. I'm happy with would not have occurred without that pushing. Right. But to reach that actual goal, I think it wasn't the right move. Do you guys have any yeah. thoughts like similar? Well, or the thing, just the thing that? is actually that like my parents were kind of like the opposite. Like they were like, like you do whatever, like do what you want. Like we will support you, back you in any sport you want. So like one year I did five sports in at St. Stephen's and they were like, we will do this. Like we can, we'll help you, but you're not quitting any of these sports. <laughs> you're going to be like... And you're going to try to be the best at the sports because obviously I don't want to be bad. Like that's like, like I hate, like, you know, like cross country. I wasn't good, but like I ran fast enough sometimes. And then I was like, (laughs) screw this. I'm not doing it next year. But like I finished it out. Yeah. And if I didn't have my parents like saying like you like no quitting, like just be the best and like work hard. Like, and you're, and this is like your school on your, like the front, you know, like, and like you're, it's, it's just. I don't know. I think like the whole pushing thing, like they never pushed too hard. It was kind of like, like I went to IMG for soccer and they were like, if this is what you want to do, we're going to go full in, you but know? The, but when they say like, so you want to do this and you're like, yeah, they're going to push you there though. After that, aren't they? Like yes. to be the best in lacrosse. They're like, you fucking picked lacrosse, bitch. So I, never you're going picked, to- I never picked a sport though. If you, if you noticed, cause like, why am I playing golf then? I never picked one that I really wanted to How like, many focus sports did on. you play? I played four in high school, track, soccer, lacrosse, and golf. Okay, so then... And I never picked one, because I, I did club soccer and club lacrosse, and I started doing club lacrosse, but I was like, do I really want to play lacrosse in college? But then I was like, wait, I could throw in college, so I could play, I could like do the discus Shot or whatever. Put. Like, like I could throw the discus right now. So it just was to keep playing sports it as was, long as It was possible. to do that, and honestly, I probably would be at a better program for the sport I wanted if I would have like yeah. done what you did, you know, like, and your dad was just like, tennis, yeah. let's like, let's go, like, let's send it. But, I mean, I wanted to do everything, and they were supportive with that, you know? I get that. That's, that's, see, that's a totally fucking interesting take on it, you know? Right? That's I mean, like, totally- I'm their only one, too, so it wasn't like they're trying to manage yeah. everyone in the family. But, like, they were just like, dude, you got to do everything or you do one thing. Like, I don't care, but, like, yeah. be good, you know? I feel that. And John? Um, can't quite relate. My parents don't like sports. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like... 
Um, if I wanted to play a sport, all right, John, knock yourself out, literally. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, maybe we'll go to your games or something. Um, but I was definitely pushed more academically. But I think our old history teacher would refer to it as a laissez-faire policy <laughs> of parenting. And yeah. that my dad just wasn't on me all the time about yeah. my grades. And, um, but there was I, expectation for you. you there know? was expectation. It wasn't like, John, be a dumbass. You yeah, know? it was like... And Especially once you got to high school, because you were smart middle school, right? But you weren't like I know you kicked into high gear yeah. high school, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so it was a, a unspoken expectation, yeah. is what it was, and I think that is the best way to like encourage your kid. Yeah, because it's passive encouragement. Mm-hmm. It's like here, you know, go do what you gotta do. And I didn't really feel like pushed. Until like choosing a college, choosing a college, and that's that's kind of when the academic side. Um, my dad went to Yale, and so certainly <laughs> there's there's some expectation there of like, okay, maybe I'm not going to be super stupid. Yeah. Um, and so I was pushed a little bit closer to like the private school thing, and so uh-huh. my act of rebellion, or what if you want to call it that, was going to a public school. Um, and I just looked at the differences between the schools, and it's like, hey, this one's like free yeah it's really uh, cheap yeah in florida you can get bright futures and colleges pretty much free uh-huh so if that, you had a f- whatever gpa yeah or, yeah if you're, you're smart enough yeah um and just like the social aspects of it and everything yeah. and so i'm like you know i'm gonna go for a public school and that was my act of rebellion and yeah. <laughs> i think that's really healthy for um a kid like and even if they fail yeah like and two, like with you, like you were going more into the health sciences and stuff like mm-hmm. that versus, you know, your father was more of the intellectual, you know, type. He's a history teacher. Sure. And he's a smart ass guy. The liberal arts. Yeah. Like that. That's what he's more going for. But you're like, listen, I don't want your passion to be my passion. Yeah. You know, maybe I don't like history as much as you, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I, maybe I like, I like working out. I like, you said we were talking about like physical therapy, but you don't like that as much or you don't want to do that much, whatever. Maybe something else, health management, whatever it is. But you have a different interest, the different line of like, no, that kind of interests me more than studying fucking the Mongols all day long, you know? And yeah, I understand yeah. it. Even Lloyd was talking about it. Like Lloyd's always been, he's more following his parents' path, but still he was always so great in history. But that's not, it doesn't matter how good he is. He likes science better. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, he's more interested in that to him right. being a doctor or something like, yeah, I fuck with biology. <laughs> Like right. a fucking A, man. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's kind of valuable. It is. Definitely. Yeah. But but it, you, you see where I'm going there. It's like part of it is very important to break the mold. Yeah. And that's what you're doing with this podcast. I'm not saying that going, not going to a private school that's breaking it as much as Magnum dropping out and like, you know, pulling himself but up. But it's the same thing. It's like you're breaking the mold for your family. Yeah. A, but a little. You know, yeah. you're still going to school. You're still don't doing. Need to be anything crazy. I'm not breaking the mold crazily for my family. No. You know, my father didn't go to school. My mother went to school for 10 years and made out with a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's not, it wasn't pushed. None of that shit was pushed. But for society, for most part, I'm breaking, they would never get online and start chit-chatting. No way, you know? So it's yeah. taking your part and changing it and modifying it and making it better. Yeah, and that, that's part of the reason that I'm so happy at the school is like, I know for a fact that I chose this school. Yeah. And um, I'm, not just following a path. Yeah, that's it, why. It makes me feel more in control. Like, I loved it kind of last year because I knew that 
your parents didn't necessarily agree with it or they weren't the biggest fans of going to that school, but you wore those hats and the USF fucking I whatever. I was high. And you were proud. You were like, fuck yeah, I'm going to USF. Say something about it. You know, like there's nothing you can say yeah. to somebody who's fucking passionate and really happy with what they're doing. What the fuck can you say? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, and of course they've warmed up into it. Yeah, and everything I mean you got to if nice. you don't end up supporting your fucking kids. Yeah, what the fuck's gonna happen? Nothing. I think we can both agree that our yes. parents are very supportive. Very supportive. Thankful yeah. for that and everything. For sure. I mean, it's different. Like I followed my dad's path. I like went to Richmond. Like he played yeah. T sports Richmond, and then like now I'm playing a sport. Like obviously, I just was at the school so much. Just like there, he was always like, "Oh, you want to go visit Richmond again?" And like honestly, I kept going, and it was like. I can see myself living here. Yeah, you know, it you was kind of like, it was like, it was obviously my decision, but it was like, if he wouldn't have pushed me to like, keep going and look at the place, like, would I really like it? And also if I wasn't going to play a sport, would I really like it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But like everything But happens. sometimes that pushing's good. Like I like, and we kind of talked about it a little bit before this. Like I hate being forced to do something or doing something just because, you right. know, this is how you've been doing it your entire right. life. But at the same time, like if you know you're going to go to college, maybe it's not the worst thing to have a little bit of like direction. That was like my problem. Exactly. Like I had no direction going to school. I could have went to FSU, fucking University of Alaska. I didn't give a shit. You Harvard. Know? Harvard. Har- Harvard I applied to. They did not accept me. Those fucking bastards. They missed out. They missed out okay. heavily. Uh, anyways, but that's kind of hurt. You know, if my parents maybe had a little bit more forceful, maybe I would have went. But that could have also been like a little bit like I'm not trying to bash college counseling at all. But like they didn't really help very much, like especially with where I wanted to go to school. Oh, with you? Like, with yeah. me. Because, like, they, they gave me schools. I was like, okay, I want to go to D1 program no yeah. matter what. Like, that's what I want to do. They give me, like, 20 D3 programs. And I'm like... When they told me I'm FIU, I'm like... Not, not shitting on any you kids that go to FIU. You, you know, if I know you and I love you, I love you. I don't give a fuck where you go. But I'm like, fuck no. Like, I, I saw the kids that went to some of these schools. I'm like, are you serious? Right. Like, it's not a bad school. Well, it's not But it's you. not the, like, right. that's not what I want. Like, no. that's where the kids that aren't doing stellar academically right. go. Like, they aren't at my academic level. Right. They're like, oh, FSU is going to be a reach. I'm like, are you fucking serious? State schools are reach for me. We got a fucking issue. I remember you saying if you did not get into FSU, you were. I was like out. That. You're not going to college. I was not. If I didn't get into F- FS fucking you, I don't deserve to go to school. Yeah. In, in my opinion, it's like what the fuck. Then, then decisions are made for me. Bitch, you going to work? Yeah, right. that's just it. You know. Yeah. But whatever. We made it out of there alive. We did, and honestly, <laughs> like we we lived it up in advisory. You know, it was yeah. like. It was wild. It was a wild ride. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, I mean, we all have kind of athletics. Well, not athletics, no. sports, but fit, fitness. Okay. I- Under the general concept of fitness. Mm. Okay. And I was wondering, like, because I know me and him have taken supplements. I, more than him. Oh, for sure. I, I, I really like supplements. No Mexican supplements. Only American, non-FDA approved supplements. Uh, non FDA approved. None of them are FDA approved. None of like the except for like maybe cellular shit and stuff has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. So much of the shit's like they just put it on the label. You don't know how true it is, but they don't 
typically they don't put like steroids and shit like that. <laughs> also, typically. Right. Typically. I know you got on some supplements before we went like, to school or you went to school. Yeah, before I went to school though. Because like yeah. this whole summer, like I grinded like yeah, you golf were workout, hard, workout, yeah. you know, like it was just like that type of thing. And I like contacted Maggie. I was like, what do you like recommend? Went to GNC. What do they recommend? You know, like yeah. the guys say like, oh, get this like two for three. Spot. I'm like, dude, okay. All right. But I got big like it was it was really kind of frustrating because I was like I don't want to look like this so then I was like screw it cut off all these supplements and then like it took me a while to get back to like like what like, you thought was normal what, what I thought was normal I was like I was doing like just pre-workout you're doing pre-workout fat burner fat burners the oh, and then creatine or creatine, whatever yeah. with like the pre-workout like but I was also taking like Two, three scoops of all these things. Yeah. Which, because I was like, I need to get bigger, faster, stronger, Kinda faster. needs to go fucking hard. And I was like, I'm not half-assing this if yeah. I'm doing mm-hmm. it. So I was like, okay, screw it. Let's go. And I was taking water pills just to make sure my balance yeah. is real. And like tons of, like, like I would slam protein shakes like it was my job. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if you're going to gain mass, fucking, I don't think creatine... You've take, you take yeah, creatine. Like what, creatine. What do you think of it? Because um, I know that, like, he didn't take anything. Before, yeah. like, well, we started working out, and you were very reserved when it came to taking subs. Yeah, and it's true. Um, I started like protein powder. I'm not. I'm not gonna claim that I'm the biggest dude, or I know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about here. Yeah. But um, I just like the stuff that uh, I got was mostly at Publix. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, but um, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And so like, um, protein powders that that helped me a lot, uh, especially starting out. Just hitting like my diet is just not good, and that's. If you're looking to gain mass, gain mass, or even um, you know lose mass or whatever yeah. it may be, just right. you have to look at your diet first. Yeah, and that helped me just um, hit my macros, I guess, <laughs> as you would say. And then creatine, and as Kendall was saying, I felt like I got a little bit more of a pump. Is that, that's where you get it? It's just holding on to water. For more. me, I feel the fullness. Yeah. To me, I feel yeah. like I used to when I'd go up to Colorado, I'd be off creatine for like five days. It'd all be out of my system. I'd come back. I hadn't worked out as much up there either, but I'd come back deflated from not working out and deflated from no creatine. Right. And I got some creatine while I was actually up there this last time for a few days. I'm like, let's just see how this works. Right. I came back. I was a little bit flatter, but usually it takes me two weeks to get back to how I was the week before I left. Mm -hmm. You know, this time, no. Fucking five days. Five yeah. days I was back, I was full, I was pumped up. You know? No, they like work, but it's like what you want to get out of them. Yeah. And be, do your own research too, because the GNC guys only know so much. Like they're just there they're making salesmen. their yeah. like $9 or whatever and they get, you know. And you can't, you already take uh, supplements at school, right? I don't because I don't want to like, there's a lot of rules and it's just like, screw it. I don't need it. You know, like yeah. I'm okay without it. Do you it. think that that's like right or should they just let you fucking take whatever? I'm talking like everything, you know, like, 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 Like even like like juice. Like if, do you think that they should not test you or like how much or I, I honestly feel like either it's all or nothing because like, because it's like, I, I watched this like documentary on like weightlifters or something. Which one? uh, I don't know. Bigger, stronger, faster. I think so. There was something. There was one guy, a druggie and then he had three or two brothers. 
Mark, Chris Bell, and then there was Mad Dog, who was a WWE wrestler. Yeah, I think so. And because, like, they were saying how, like, there's, like, a league for, like, you, you yeah, can use Yeah, there's stuff, a powerlifting league where you can take, take stuff. stuff and, and then there's, there's one that you can't. Yeah. And it's, like, they're in the one that they can because they're, like, screw it. Yeah. Like, if, if everyone's on it, it's an even playing yeah. field, you know? And, like, you could take more if you want. You don't have to take yeah. as much. Like, you're, it, really it doesn't really you. matter. Personally, like... I couldn't care less for my sport. Like I'm saying, like football, maybe like that could get a little wild. But like, I mean, I'm sure they do it in the pros though. Like, come on, you're telling me that when those guys are 400 fucking pounds and they get out of college and they gain like a hundred pounds over the fucking break, like before their season begins. Yeah, they're definitely like, they oh, what? What to. are you on? Cheeseburgers. Creatine. <laughs> creatine. Creatine is not Creatine do that works, to you. but creatine yeah. don't work that good, yeah. you know? Here's my main problem with the supplement and everything. It's just expensive. By the time you're paying for creatine, you yeah. know, beta alanine, all that whatever. Shit. Uh, um, the only thing I'll say with protein, that, uh, yeah, it's expensive like, in certain parts. Just, just to take like creatine and a pre workout, th- that's talking about like $2 every time you go to the gym at least. Yeah, okay. probably. No, and it makes sense. The only thing, it, it makes you more accountable. Oh, fucking. This is probably my mom. Is your mom? What? Oh, I that's Caroline. Okay. Carol! Hello! Hi. Wow. How are you? I'm sweating. We're going to have to oh cut God, this I'm part so good off. to see you. I don't, are you guys in the middle of the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's, I texted you. <laughs> <laughs> is that on camera? Yeah, it's still on camera. It's okay. Uh, we should, we, I need to edit that part back in. No, I think this part all needs to stay. It's okay, Kendall. Alright. I missed the chair. Okay. But we're gonna... Okay, we're back. I probably just edited out a few parts because I thought someone showed up and it turned out to be a different someone that showed up. And we're very frustrated with that someone. <laughs> no. And uh, it's okay. We're going to get right back into our convo about supplements. They just gave their pieces. And John, you said you want to hear what I'm on. And Yeah, I want to hear the laundry list. Well, <laughs> I don't take that much on the day-to-day anymore. However, I do like a variety. And because my father thinks our house is 7-Eleven, and he's became, uh, I got him on the Monsters, and then the Monsters weren't enough for him, so he got the Celsius because he's a basic white bitch. And then he's on Bang as well. So we have all three of those energy drinks at my house. And I try drinking those. Basically, I'll drink a coffee in the morning. Then if I need, and I take creatine, obviously, every day. You have to. And then if the coffee doesn't do it for me, I'll maybe have another coffee or I'll take a little monster if I'm doing something so easy. So you consider caffeine as part of your supplementation? Oh, yes. Okay. Has to be because then it like it gets the mind going. It gets everything going. And then if I'm you know not doing something that easy, I'll say, all right, I'm going to take a Celsius. Okay. And a Celsius is 200 milligrams of caffeine. It also has thermogenic effects. So if I'm feeling a little fat, like if I ate Culver's the night before, I'm going to grab myself a Celsius, hit the jump rope for 10 minutes. I'm going to be drenched in sweat. Also, if I have CLA or L-carnitine, those are both, uh, again, from Walmart. And those both have like a thermogenic effect, like boosting your metabolism. And I know like I'll be sweating way more. If I take two L-carnitine and three CLA or three L-carnitine and two CLA, and then I take a little energy drink and I fucking like pump it just for like 10 minutes, I will be Dallas. I'll be sweating. 
I'm then, sure that's what all the Walmart shoppers are doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, bro, they need to be fucking doing it. Instead, they're buying Hostess that's fucking <laughs> Hostess Twinkies and getting fat as fuck, you know, yeah. and being way un- more unhealthy. And then if I need a real big boost, I'll drink a bang. But if I drink a bang for more than like two days in a row, I won't feel the bang anymore. So I got to keep mixing it up. And I don't like bangs because it's 16 ounces. It's a lot of fluid in your stomach. It's true. I shotgunned the bang yesterday. I saw on Snapchat too. <laughs> and it worked Go very- follow Magnum on Snapchat. Yeah, at Delish4. I know it's a funny so name. I made it in eighth grade. Shut the fuck up, bro. I got to plug the podcast, okay? <laughs> like, come on. This is my life, Kendall. Anyways, so uh, go check me out, Delish4. D-E-L-I-S-H-4, the number four, okay? And uh, yeah, so I shotgunned the bang. That worked really, really well. But I don't think it would work well. Stop fucking with that. <laughs> it's okay. But what I take when I really need a boost, this is what John wanted to hear. Defiant Unleashed. Okay, this shit is crazy. It's got 200 milligrams of DMH, DMHA. It's got 250 milligrams of Orion, Genesis, some fucking plant bullshit. And what, ha- what DMHA is, I'll explain it to you, but I'm going to explain it for the viewers. There was this thing in Jack 3D. If you guys know what Jack 3D is, if you guys are into pre-workouts, you know it's like the crazy like meth shit. Okay? And it was like related to ephedrine. And ephedrine's banned in pre-workouts. Then they banned DMAA. Well, what these pre-workout companies do is they just find fucking loopholes in the system. DMHA is a slightly changed molecule, which has 80% the potency, basically, of DMAA. So 200 milligrams of DMHA, and I feel like I'm on fucking Adderall. I feel like fucking just wired in and coked up, and I feel like it for six, eight hours. And you find this at Walmart? No, no, no. Oh. This, you have to go to a uh, more specialty places. that will sell you a okay. little bit more crazier shit. Like, GNC won't even carry that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's a... Uh, it's pretty amazing for like getting like really amped up. The only thing is those are like vasoconstrictors. Mm. So you kind of want to have something to boost the pump. And I take NX6 from Complete. I take, well, you can take three or six of those. And I take those. I switch up the days. I also have, I have the pill form. I have the powder form. Then I have the vasode, which is another pill version of NX6. And I just keep mixing it up. And what I'll do is I'll take the Defiant on like a heavy day or if I like, I'm really had a bad night, say the night before, and I need a little pick me up. I'll say, all right, I'll take a full scoop of Defiant and be cracked out to do back right now. Yeah, that, I think when people ask like, why do you need a pre workout? That's when it comes in. Like you had a bad night the night before yeah. or whatever. You're just not feeling like you want to go to the gym and you it, take a scoop or, or three yeah. or whatever you do. <laughs> well, you're why ready to go? Why well, start? I started with Surge and then I moved up to this and I moved all around. And you start with C four. But for me, C4, like a monster, like I don't drink monsters for the energy. Like if I need one, like on a drive, it'll keep me awake. You sip on it like a Coke. Yeah. To me, this is a tasty beverage. That's the only reason I drink it because it's good. It tastes fucking good. It tastes delicious at monster. Another plug. How about it? Kendall? <laughs> Anyways, but that's why like I got to keep mixing it up because if I don't, like, I'll build up a tolerance to it. And I even stopped taking Defiant for a long time because if I'm taking two scoops of that fucking shit, I, I, what's next? Have you gone on a caffeine cleanse before? Like, do you have caffeine every day? 
Because, like, I feel like that can get I've, a little I've crazy. I've tried, but basically I need a coffee a day. Like, I don't need it, but I just like it. And it doesn't really hurt me that much. That's what they all say, Magnum. Yeah, well, So, like, would you drink a. one coffee and then, like, nothing else the rest of the some day? Days, some days. Some days I'll have only one or two coffees if, like, I so have So it's to. not like you're really reliant on, like, three no, monsters No, no, no. No, I'm not reliant to just get out of bed or just to function, but... Why not enjoy my fucking life? I mean, I can have a coffee. And then, all right, guys, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Uh, Well, don't do this at home. But if you take, like, pseudoephedrine and stuff like that with your, uh, like, bangs or monsters, it's, like, crack. That stuff is crazy. Do not take it. This is not a recommendation. I'm just telling you from my own personal experience when I've taken those things, it really boosts. So it like makes it like that DMAA. And some days, some days that would be incorporated into my uh, <laughs> my pre workout. It'd be like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna take two Sudafed, drink two coffees, and have a monster. Then I'm gonna go do a workout. Right. And then protein after. Well, you have to Typically? do. Yeah, like, I mean, like shakes, or would you rather just do like fish or chicken? I like egg whites. I used to drink egg whites for breakfast every day at school because it's the leanest and easiest protein. I just like, you don't even have to go for egg whites. I just eat the full egg. The full egg? Like you can do that. Four eggs a day, like scramble them. Yeah, scramble them. I almost eat breakfast for like a dessert yeah. at this point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just to get like the extra protein. Yeah. yeah, but for me, it just was the egg whites. I just could drink them. Yeah. You know, you just chug those fucking oh, like egg rocky. whites. Huh? Rocky. Like fucking Rocky. But guess what? You get a blender, you put in a cup and a half egg whites, that's going to be 30, what, 25 is in a cup, so half that, 37 grams of protein, plus scoop of vanilla, maybe a few Rice Krispies for some carbs, splash of cinnamon, some fucking uh, ice cubes, that's a good, that's a milkshake, and it's healthy as fuck, you got like almost 50 grams of protein. You can portion whatever you want, I think, too, it's like, yeah. The, I feel so, you. Yeah, the truth is, like, if you're skinny, the most you important thing eat. is eat. You, you know, if you go on eat. all these supplements and stuff, you, you can eat all the protein in the world, but if you don't, if you're burning off all the calories, yeah, it doesn't. You're not going to gain anything. And supplements definitely aren't the key. To me, they make it a little more fun. And this is what I was going to tell they you before the break, like with the expensive part. It gives you like if you dr- drink that pre workout, you have to go work out. Mm-hmm. You know, and you you're like, listen, I made this investment. You know, if you want to think about... Let's be about, clear. How much do you invest in the these products It depends. Month? Sometimes... Average I mean, month. hundred bucks. I don't know. $100. Conservatively. Which, $100. that's not bad. Because, like, if you think of, like, Starbucks the, girls, they, like, drink, like, you know, $150 a month. You know? Easily. But honestly, I don't even do 100 bucks a month. Because I got a big thing. I got a 30 thing, 30 serving of Defiant. That shit costs, like, 50 bucks. Okay. But I've had it for two months because I only take it three days a week. Okay. You know? So your yeah. key is that you don't have to take it every single day. Exactly. But then I, I do drink a monster. You know, it's tough for me to do the math because I'm drinking this and yeah, thinking that. Uh, yeah, they're, they're buying some stuff. I'm buying this stuff. So it is what it is. But probably, say, 100 bucks a month. I really don't think Which that's Which is not that. terrible, yeah. honestly. I mean, it's real. If that, not e- I can't even say it. My broke ass can't get that. <laughs> I don't even want to say 100, though. I feel like that's too much. I feel like... If I were to take everything, it'd cost me 60, 70 bucks. Gotcha. That's like, that's more the level, which isn't that different from 100, but still, it's different yeah. to me. 
It's I, worth it for you. It's like you said, it's an investment in yourself. Yeah, it's more fun and fuck it. Like, why not get fucking sweaty and be like, and the other thing that I found, and this is what's kind of funny about like banks and stuff. I feel like I can conquer the world because I'm not always like, I pay attention when I work out, you know, I'm trying to get pump. I'm trying to focus, but I'm also just thinking about everything. And when I drink a bang or when I have, uh, <laughs> when I have defiant, I feel such senses of euphoria. Like, I got my life figured out, you know? <laughs> so that, it just makes it even better there. I'm not like depressed, like, oh, fuck, why am I doing this? It sucks. You know, my life is going to suck. Once it's I'm a form gym. of meditation. Yeah, it's like, what it is. it's medicine, meditation. It's all the above. It's, it's kind of like a personal trainer, you know, to an extent, you know, you're and you're really that focused stuff and you're, you're focused. And it's like, it's like someone's telling you like, God, keep going, God, keep going. And it's yourself, but like, it's someone else, you know? The truth is you have the strength. You know, the pre-workout does not give you any more strength. It just says, fuck it. You can do it. You know, when those walls in your head are that for whatever reason they're there, they're saying, you can't push more. It's not worth it. Whatever, whatever. This shit's like, fuck that. Let's lift some weight. Yeah, and I, trust me, I've had 205 chilling on my chest because I thought I could get one more rep. And guess what? I couldn't. The pre-workout fucking lied. But you learn. Yeah. Right. Because your body. Because I remember someone took a lot of pre-workout, wasn't even at school the next day. <laughs> Story time, and then I think you guys have to get like, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember this one. I do. Oh, I do. So this kid, I was, I used to be friends with him, and uh, we'd work out together. And he was, you could call him almost my first protege. And uh, I would give him pre workout because it was fun, and he he <laughs> liked it, and we felt like we were bonding, and it just made working out more fun. I gave him a half a scoop of this shit called Havoc. And it was snow cone tiger's blood. It was the worst tasting shit on the planet. I'd have to just eat the scoop just so I wouldn't have to drink it. It was so bad. But even the scoop, like I almost vomited just eating it. And I gave him half a scoop. And we did chest. And like he wasn't that strong comparatively. And um, so we work out. I have a good workout, but we, I would do like, this is back when I do like 30 sets of bench press. That was my entire chest workout. Like bench, we're just going to work up to my heaviest and then we're just going to work down and we're going to be in the gym for three hours, but we're going to do a million fucking sets. And somehow he had so much like lactic acid built up in his body. It had to have been from the pre-workout. That was the only thing. He had like a fucking fever for two days and was like, he, he didn't go to school for, it was more than a day. Yeah, he, he I was just like, remember him not being there a day yeah. because of. Yeah, that. it was like definitely like a day and then he was still like out of it from the pre-workout. Because he wasn't studying at all. So it's not for like taking these supplements and this crazy shit. It's not for someone, most people. You gotta right. be careful. You know, really you have to be careful. careful. Yeah, you have to be like, yeah, like you have to. <laughs> like be careful. Like yeah, it's, you, it's nice and Magnum can take it because he's been doing it for a while. But it's like, also like some of these kids you know, like can't. Yeah, if you take one, I mean, some kids die from too much caffeine and all that shit, but you have to know, like, a coffee, not going to kill you. You have four coffees, okay, it's going to, you're going to feel it, you know? Like, at what point can you just, you know? Especially if you're not, like, like, it's not a routine yet, you know? If You can't just take, like, a half a scoop, maybe even way too much, like, maybe even a quarter, he still probably would have been dying, you know? You just, (laughs) you live, you learn. And you exactly. hopefully continue you living. You live, you learn the story it's of Magnum's tough, life. You know? sure. It's <laughs> really tough. tough. It's just tough out there. All right. 
Is this good? I think this is good. I think we're good. This is great. Thanks so much, Magnum. Of course, man. It was a pleasure having you guys. All right, you fucking bastards. I hope you guys have a marvelous day. And to you haters watching, 